With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good. How can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, This is John Edward calling. So humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much and good luck. Thank you. You you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the team. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know?
One more. Okay. Please don't be me. It is you, dear. Seven two seven. Good evening, everybody. It's March 22nd, 2011. I'm your host, Michael Carbone. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio. And I know you all don't want to hear much about me right now. You all are waiting and have been waiting since like 8 o'clock, two hours ago tonight when I had my first show. And people were in the queue saying, are the twins there? Are the twins there? It's like, no, not yet. You're two hours early. And I go ahead and get in the queue and call in. I've already got people on on the line waiting to get in, and I've got to find them in the queue here. Hello, Terry and Linda, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Michael Gage, so nice to finally talk to you. Great to be here. Oh, I know. We keep talking on uh, on Facebook and all, and never really get a chance to have talked before. Yeah, you are so funny. You make me just you crack are up. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love your well, humor. Great energy. Oh, uh, I love the energy for the two of you because I know I we've been trying since I think December to get you on the show. I know. Oh, sorry, you had to wait. It's been a crazy. Oh, month it's worth for us. it. We moved. And, what? I said it's worth the wait. <laughs> so the two of you have been extremely busy lately. Oh gosh, yes. Oh my goodness. We have the book launch, you know, coming out in June, Psychic Intelligence. We just moved this week and we moved and we're pitching a TV series. So it's it's gotten a little mashugana as they say, but uh, you know, we're just we're just kind of uh, surfing above, you know, above the the waves and trying to keep from going under. It's it's been a little overwhelming, but you're very calming. Your energy is very calming for us. Well, thank you. Um, you hear so, that uh, a lot from people. Yeah, everyone just likes my energy, my voice. They said it's very soothing, and I've had people ask me if I can ever make any meditation CDs. So you should. Oh, <laughs> you should. We have a so, couple a couple tra- uh, meditation CDs, Twin Hearts for Finding Your Soulmate or Your Love, uh, Your Life Love, and it's an affirmation CD to beautiful music, and one called Transformation, which we came out with about six, seven years ago. Um, but you can people can order it on our website. What's funny, people tell us that you know they feel very calm around us, but we are so wired, it's ridiculous. We just don't show it. We're like the ducks that are... You know, paddling like mad under the surface, and we're just like so wired. We twang. Do you get like, that? Do you get like that when you're doing reading? Twang in a strong wind. Yep. So, um, which one is which now? Oh, well, Terry was just talking about being like ducks uh, with our legs, our little feet paddling under the water, but nobody can see that. That's me, Terry. <laughs> and this is Linda speaking. I have okay. a little bit more of a hoarse voice. That's okay. Now, which one of you was is the oldest? Well, Terry, which is me, um, I'm a half an hour older, and uh, our mother never let us forget it. That's a long time for twins. <laughs> that is a long time. It's usually a minute or two. Linda yeah, for a half hour. You, you just didn't want to come out. I did not. That's what I told people. Exactly. I, I did not want to come out. And sometimes I've had my regrets that I did come out, to tell you the truth. She knew what was coming, Michael. <laughs> she knew what was coming. I want to crawl back in. I know, that's why your first book was titled Separated at Earth. 
Right. right. Actually, that that symbolizes the fact that we're a bifurcated soul. A bifurcated soul is a spirit that is one soul split into two bodies because we couldn't handle the level of our mission on Earth as one person. We had to come in as two. It's really unusual for twins, yeah. And so we we called our book Separated at Earth. And some people think, oh, you were separated at birth, but we were not. We were separated actually before we were born. <laughs> it's it's really a, a great read. It's a lot of fun. We um, we talk about some heavy subjects in the in the first book, uh, Separated, uh, how we overcame cancer and various illnesses to to become uh, the psychics we are now. It's it's been a long and difficult struggle, as you may know. And uh, we just recently came out with Psychic Intelligence, which is it's available on Amazon now. It's uh, actually going to drop in bookstores in June, and we're gearing up for a big, a big tour and a satellite radio tour for that. Going to yeah, be I'm on TV as well. Too. Yeah, it's exciting. We've been working for years on this, and uh, finally have a big publisher behind us. It's going to be published in many languages. We actually just got a call from the producers at Nightline. So I think we're going to do that show. Um, it's a show about twin tuition, which it's a word that we actually coined years ago, uh, about twin telepathy. Mm-hmm. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah, Nightline's on kind of late. I think it's on you know, around the time of Jay Leno or Letterman. But uh, it's been on for many years, and uh, we'll let people know through our website. Oh, I'll definitely be looking in. for that, too. It'll be during the summer. It'll air, probably. You know, Michael, I'm getting the snake around you for... Uh, for like an animal totem, the snake and the wolf came through for you. You pierce through illusions to what's real, and you explore hmm. hidden truths. That's that's the wolf. You're you're a teacher, and uh, those two totems came through. I don't know if you've channeled on those particular uh, uh, totems for yourself. No, not yet. I haven't. But maybe they're okay. waiting to come out and let me know. Yes, there's also dragon power coming through for you, which is about shedding your skin and emerging as a transformed being. So dragon, very strong with you, and that's especially what, this year. That's what the serpent is also, transformation. Right. Oh, so um, I have a lot of changes coming in store for me then. You do, you do. But in a good way. I, I'm even seeing a move coming up for you and some travel. business being very good this summer for you. Oh well, thank you. Sure, oh, I feel honored. Go. I got I got a reading from the psychic twins. I could honor. <laughs> can't help it. The girls can't help it. The girls I can't help it. Disco music in the beginning. <laughs> we were rocking out. So, how did the two of you realize you had psychic abilities? When did we realize it? Yes. Well, we were we didn't know what a psychic was because we come from a, such a small town near Philadelphia in Pennsylvania, and nobody knew what a psychic was. Nobody talked about them. It was way before Dionne Warwick's, you know, Psychic Friends Network, and nobody knew. So we were born, we were born. in the 1800s. We were born psychic and very intuitive through our whole growing up. Very, very intuitive. And would make predictions even in, in our you know teens and twenties for people that would come true, and it was a little cr- weird for people because they didn't know what the heck we were doing. Neither did we, but we just didn't, felt it was a natural expression of who we were as artists, and we're very creative. We're painters and musicians and designers and writers, and so we just felt it was like more more an extension of who we are. 
And uh, then in the 80s, we found out what psychics were, and uh, then we started to, you know, discover we had real gifts for prediction, for prognosticating. Never thinking that we would be professionals. Never, no. And no psychic ever told us that we would be professionals. They never did. So, uh, yeah, we started playing around with it because we were very sick, actually, in our 20s and and uh, really dealing with some, you know, life or death issues. So we didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we practiced Buddhism. You know, we didn't have the luxury of just doing doing it just for fun. We had we were really fighting for our lives. So mm-hmm. I think that that makes a dramatic story. Nowadays, everybody has to have the big car accident. Oh, after the car accident, <laughs> I got psychic. You know, everybody's got that story. Well, we had that too, but that's not why we're psychic. <laughs> we were psychic before the big car accident. But um, we, uh, we have been practicing psychics for over 20 years, Michael. Did you have a car accident, by the way, in the past, speaking of car accidents? Uh yeah, I've had a few. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was picking up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing major, just a regular fender bender type though. Uh huh. I keep hearing the name Rose around you or Rosemary. Who's that? Um. Well, I, I knew somebody in my past uh, by that, but um. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, I'm not sure. Um, I know my uh. My mother's uh, original name was uh, Marie. Okay. It's not your mom that I'm picking up on. It's somebody named Rose, and it feels like was in physical incarnation, like a spirit guide named Mm -hmm. Rose. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there's a Dan or Daniel coming in. So that could be a guide helping, working with you. Okay, I'll have to meditate on that, too, and, and find out who they are. Yeah. Yeah, you've had some interesting, Terry was picking up on some interesting past lives for you. Yeah, I was picking up, you were like a leader of a magic cult in ancient Egypt. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. I've never had a past life done for me. Really? Wow, very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And you also were a druid. You were Mm -hmm. a druid, they're saying, in Scotland. And... What am I getting? I'm getting like a lot of Wiccan type warlock, more warlock lives for you. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Somebody, uh, somebody had mentioned because I have, um, I actually, if I get a good enough picture of it, on my left palm, the lines have formed a, uh, I guess you could call a pentagram. Oh, really? And I had somebody notice that, uh, and I've noticed it for years. And uh, about two weeks ago, I had someone come into my shop. And they mm-hmm. said they were a palm reader, and I looked at it and like, ooh, you're, you've had many uh, past lives where you were, um, you know, powerful. Wow. Absolutely. And I was like, oh, so this just confirms it. Well, thank you. Yes. Very interesting. Uh, now I know what I've done in my past lives, Now I don't know what I'm going to do with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it, baby. You're doing it. You're doing it all right. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, don't question that you should be doing more or something different because I think you're you're very healing. You don't even really need to speak to be a powerful healer. People sense your vibration. They pick up on it. It's very comforting. Well, thank you. I, I, I try and I just, uh, I've learned to um, take the leap of faith and to go where uh, I'm needed. And that's beautiful. That's that's what being an empath is, and and uh, 
you have a way of tuning in. Yeah, it's your compassion. You care so much about people, sometimes to a fault, right? Oh, yes. You take well, on their okay, stuff. Though. Yeah, we do too. So uh, talk about being compassion. Uh, now, you know, the buzz is, uh, of course, you know, with all your predictions that you have done, um, and you also predicted 9-11. Yes, we're the only psychics that predicted 9-11 on any kind of radio or TV show uh, and have evidence on tape. And um, it was pretty freaky when it happened because we used to work at the World Trade Center. I don't know if you knew, but we we performed on the top floor windows of the world back in the early 80s. That was a restaurant, and yeah, it was a long time ago, and we... It was during a storm, so we were getting ready and putting our makeup on for a comedy show because we were comics at the time. It was about 1981. Performance or artists, yeah. And the, we were at the top of the World Trade Tower, and it was swaying like crazy. And I said to Linda, this is not good. Safe, yeah. This is not safe. And then it was 1999 that we actually predicted the terrorist bombings and, uh, and that was buildings. on Art Bell's show cause, mm-hmm. because they, a lot of people don't know that we predicted 9-11. Uh, yeah, on because our show. Because Tyra and people like that won't let us talk about it. Yeah, they say, oh, talk about it, and then we get to the show and the producers are all, don't say anything about world you know, terrorism, don't tell Tyra anything, don't predict anything for her, she's scared of you. <laughs> So we weren't allowed to really talk openly about those things. No, we weren't allowed to talk about our 9-11 prediction for seven years on air, on TV. Seven years. Oh. The producers wow. kept us quiet. Funny, and now, huh? And now they you know, that's, uh, they allow you to talk about it, or do they still tell you how? Not so much. Not so much. But we're finding ways to, to talk about it a little bit. Hopefully we'll be able to mention it on Nightline and uh, Good Morning America. But because now we're becoming more known for that, those world predictions predicted all the pivotal moments in modern history, actually, uh, in a documented way. And so now we're getting more interest, and it's been so long since 9-11, I think there's less of a charge on it, so we can talk a little bit more about that. It used to be if we talked, if we spoke about our 9-11 prediction, it would make people very angry as though we either created it ourselves or we should have stopped it. You know, like Obama is going to plug the oil leak with his thumb. Yeah. That type of thing, like magical thinking. Uh, if you predict things, therefore you also have this magical power to stop it. And obligation to stop it, which is very strange. But we do get emails like that quite a bit. Now, did you uh, – I'm not sure if I read it correctly on your profile page. Did you also see the, uh, the Japan earthquake? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, we predicted, predicted it on two places. Yeah, it was on Ali Cheslick's show, Wings of Love. We predicted Japanese earthquakes. We predicted it with a journalist named Samuel Chong who writes for articles for Chinese Google. and Predicted had, that and about three or four other major quakes uh, for an article for Chinese Google. Well, that so. was back in June. We yep. sent him a whole list yep. of um, that was one quakes of about 10. coming for the year, and Japan was one of them. And then we said there's also going to be a quake in southwest Japan, which happens two days southwest after. Southwest China. I'm I'm sorry, Southwest Japan. Oh, and China. Yes, okay. and China. But the one in Southwest Japan happened a few days after the big quake last week. Right, right. And that definitely was south of Tokyo, which is exactly where we said it would be. And it kind of got lost in the shuffle in the news because everybody was so worried about the nuclear thing. And we kept saying, no, don't worry, it's not going to be a meltdown. And the radiation will not be dangerous in the U.S. And all of that was right. 
It hasn't been, and it yeah. hasn't been a major meltdown, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Prayers, power yeah. of prayer has helped worldwide, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. It, it really has. Oh, yes. So what that's are you awesome. seeing um, prediction-wise for 2011? Well, you know, we we do see other earthquakes happening, but not quite on the scale of this. And a mm-hmm. lot of people write to us and they ask us, you know, is California going to have the big one? And as as you may or may not know, Newsweek printed a fraudulent article predicting uh, that California was somehow affected by the Japan quake because of our fault lines are connected, which they admitted That's today not. was fraud. Mm-hmm. And if Newsweek is pre- is pretending to predict fake earthquakes, you know, then we're needed more than ever because we don't do that. <laughs> They're giving credence to someone who isn't even a scientist and has no experience, certainly as a psychic. So, you know, just anybody can predict anything and it becomes major news. So, uh, Berkland, I think, uh, is the earthquake uh Jim Berkland, yeah. And he's saying, oh, there's supposed to be by today a major, major earthquake in our country, in California. And we weren't and we said, That's not going to happen, and we don't see it happening this week at all. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just buying into the fear and getting people to panic. We're not yeah. seeing a major, major earthquake in California no. for a number of years. Now, no. there are going to be smaller ones, of course. We smaller, all live in yes. L.A. We always have earthquakes here. Yeah, there are no major earthquakes likely in the uh, in California or even in the U.S. We're not seeing for some years. And then also there's this huge panic about, um, you know, will our nuclear sites and nuclear reactors in this country explode? Will there be no. a tsunami? Well, none of that is going to happen in this country. Yes, you and there's, see that. there's no radiation risk for the U.S. whatsoever connected with Japan. So this all. crazy panic that's spreading around the country and people are buying, stockpiling iodine pills, so unnecessary. Well, there's no possible. need to stockpile potassium iodide pills. It can have actually serious side effects, which people do not know. And you do not need to buy them or take them. Unless um, you're right he, near the, you know, near the actual disaster in Japan. Yeah, that's then different. You, then you We're talking it. about our country. Any medical breakthroughs this year? Oh wow! Uh, yes, we, we went through a great deal. We we published a newsletter a couple months ago that that I think it was January where we listed mm-hmm. a lot of medical and a lot of them have already happened. Mm-hmm. You know, cancer breakthroughs have happened, arthritis breakthrough. There was a breakthrough in stroke. There was one for AIDS, which was amazing, actually. The mm-hmm. AIDS uh, we, prediction we it all. that uh, someone actually survived uh, AIDS, AIDS after 30 years. He was cured. Um, so really, a lot of them have already happened. We are seeing uh, a lot more uh, medical predictions, you know, a lot of good things happening in medical. People say we only predict the bad things. But we, you know, we we are the only people I think that predict good things for medicine. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, constantly predicting positive things. We're seeing breakthrough in heart disease devices, uh, infertility, infertility, AIDS prevention, uh, breakthroughs in uh, stroke, migraine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, transplants, organs, kidney, heart, liver, that kind of thing. We're seeing, seeing a big, big breakthroughs with that in the next year or two. And uh, seeing a breakthrough in autism and even diabetes in the, the next mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. Lots of wonderful breakthroughs then. Yeah, a lot of good Yeah, things. it's getting an exciting time for medicine right now. 
Okay, well, do you have any good news or good predictions about, like, uh, gas prices and what's going on in the Middle East and all? Uh, I wish we had good news about gas prices. Somebody wrote to me, I think it was this week, and said, well, what about the gas? And I actually feel like gas prices will come down a little bit this summer. It could be a a few months. It could take two to three months. But it's, it's just... You know, everybody's panicky because of these uprisings in uh, the Middle East, which we also mm-hmm. predicted, um, and we predicted the downfall of uh, Mubarak's regime in Egypt and the Yemen terrorist attacks. And, mm-hmm. I mean, all of that we we predicted on radio shows. We said Mubarak would step down very soon in a meeting with TV executives at ABC here in L.A. We said he's going to step down really soon. Everybody thinks it's going to be September, but... It's soon, 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 and sure enough, three days later, he stepped down. And some people were going, oh, he'll be assassinated, but no, we didn't see it. Uh, so we've we've been pretty right on about the uh, terrorist uh, attacks this year, too, and we're seeing actually an increase in uh, homegrown terrorist attacks here in our country, and that will be continuing uh, through the next, you know, four or five years and longer. But it's much more prevalent this coming year and the next year. We're seeing more and more uh, lone wolves operating as the guy in Arizona that shot the congresswoman. Um, Giffords. Giffords, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're seeing a lot more of that kind of thing happening. Okay. So we just yeah. have to hang in there and, and keep hoping that you know things go smoothly. Yeah, I mean, it's what it needs to be. It's, you know, it's happening to awaken people to what needs to be done and what needs to happen spiritually because I think people are just, you know, they based all of their, their, most people base their lives on a false sense of power, either money or, you know, um, self, uh, it's ego and self uh, sense of power, too much power. Um, and that's what I think is going wrong with the world in general, is there's a false sense of power that people, it's an illusion of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where I think we're running into problems. We're seeing the downfall of a lot of these egomaniacs in power um, very all over the world. oppressive regimes, and a lot of the young people are rising up and saying we won't stand for it anymore. And these uh, young indigos, they want to see change, and they aren't going to take it anymore. And I think it's it's a wonderful sign. Of course, we're going to see the cancer has to come to the surface. We're going to see a lot more of this kind of stuff is going on in Libya and Yemen and so on. There will be down more overthrows of governmental uh, dictators. And that's actually potentially very, very good. Freedom will bring a better economic life for these people ultimately. But there will be a great loss of life in the process. So is this all leading up to 2012? Yes, it is. I mean, I think that it's not going to be, uh, you know, roses and ponies and rainbows in 2012. (laughs) I really think that a lot of people have been putting out that message that everybody, like there's going to be this incredible world peace in 2012, but we're not seeing that. No, no. That's more of the kind of pablum that's being put across by certain people that just want you to buy their books. 
So it's a lot of hype, basically, to sell books. But we do feel that there is a spiritual awakening and that more people than ever will be you know, meditating and embracing their psychic mm-hmm. intelligence. And that's what our book is about. It's We're sharing all our secrets, Michael, in this book. It's, you know, tune in and, you know, open up to the power of your psychic intuition. And that's what we're teaching people, everything that we know, how to be psychic, how to see the future, how to be a medical intuitive, how to talk to the dead, how to mm-hmm, <laughs> be yeah. a medium. We've shared just about everything we know in this book. Mm-hmm. It's a new world. It's time for a new kind of intelligence now, and we call that psychic intelligence. Uh, and I think it's it's time that people who were cynical about uh, the you know psychic or intuitive abilities up until now uh, get off their high horse and start to embrace it because it's everyone has it to a certain extent and can develop it. It's like a, it's like muscles. We say it's like metaphysical muscles going to the gym. Except you're not going to the gym. You're working out. Uh, you know, at home, kind of going inner, exploring the inner frontiers uh, of your of your heart and your mind. And you, there's so much more power there than people imagine that there is. So uh, this is the, the the tome. This is the psychic uh, handbook now. I think that people will find a great deal of um, advice in and wonderful stories, anecdotes, and games, quizzes, tips, things like that to develop that, their abilities. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling too for 2012. That that's why they're saying it's going to be you know like the end of the world because what's happening is book religions. It will almost be the end for them because people are going to be awake. So it's going to be a uh, I'm big sorry, I didn't hear the last sentence you said. I'm saying because um, you know so people many people are going to be awakened more awake spiritually. Spiritually, so it's going okay. To, it's going to shake um, the, you know a lot of the religious upbringings. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, all of these natural disasters, you know, are re- and even man-made disasters like the nuclear meltdown thing. You know, those are shaking people to their core. I've never seen in in all of our 20 years of predicting world events, we've never seen this kind of thing happen. I mean, we've never seen this kind of response and the fear and how, you know, the oil spill that happened last year and all of these are much worse. They're they're the worst things in history, you know. And so people are more afraid than I've ever seen them. We're here to really comfort people. Well, you're doing a wonderful job at comforting people and helping uh, helping everyone along on their journey. That's oh, nice. how kind. Thank, Thank you, you, Michael. So uh, how about we take a couple of calls and see if we can help anyone uh, on the phones? Sure. sure we'd Absolutely. love to. Okay. Eric code 310, you're on the air. Hello, how are you? Doing great. What's your first name and where are you from? This is Vince. I'm calling from California, Los Angeles. And how can they help Hi, you? Hi, Vince. Hi, Vince. Hey, ladies. How are you? <laughs> We're good. Great, great to hear from good. you. Good. Good. <laughs> well, I, I, before I ask my question, I do want to ask something about 9-11, something I've always uh, felt. Because a month before it happened, I had a dream that four of the tallest buildings in, the, in New York were going to come down to rubble. Mm. And and two of them were were the twin towers, and one of them was the Empire State Building. 
Now, I've always been under suspicion that not only did, were the towers brought down by by um, uh, explosions that were placed in the basement, but I've always been under the suspicion that Bush um, and his family had something to do with it. You know, a lot of people, that that's definitely one of the biggest conspiracy theories that uh, our government brought, you know, created 9-11 and, and it, you know, demolished the World Trade Center towers ourselves. But I, I never felt that. And psychically, I've never, ever got any indication. Neither have that, I. That, you know, I, I just never believed it. Yeah, I mean, for that to happen, hundreds and hundreds of people would have had to be complicit and nobody has ever come forward. Nobody's ever discovered anybody who was directly involved in such a thing. So we have to say we're not really on board with that. Okay. But I think it's interesting that you had a dream a couple months before 9-11 that buildings were coming down. That's interesting. Yeah, you're yeah, very, one, very it, psychic, Dan. Yeah, exactly. One month, one month before it happened, that's exactly wow. what I saw. So it was just, it was just unbelievable. I was... And it was really eating at me because on the inside because it felt so real, and I'm and I'm thinking why did I dream this? So it was, it was just, and then when it happened, I was just in total shock. Well, you so, should record your dreams, you know, now because it sounds like well, you have a bit of a gift there. Well, that's what I'm. St- I start doing. I'm. St- I'm keeping a journal of all my dreams and the dates uh, that I've dreamt it. And um, eventually, what I would love to do is uh, write a book about it too. So, wow. um, anyway. Sure but anyway, I'm calling because I want to ask you uh, what you see as far as work and uh, finances for me because I'm. I've been out of work for quite some time, and I do have three opportunities maybe coming up. Um, so I'm just wondering what you see as far as work and finances, because there's also two lawsuits going on right now in my in my thing as well. Wow, really? Well, I feel like the lawsuits feel pretty good to me. I feel like you're going to come out on top. I feel like there's work coming for you, so don't panic. Um, you know, right now, pretty much take anything you can as a stopgap. Yeah, one one of the lawsuits may see resolution in late summer, early fall, so be very confident about that. Uh, you may have to accept less money than you were expecting. But we are both seeing work coming for you, Vince. And, uh, you know, definitely take um, – it, it's funny. There's something – there's two different jobs being offered this spring to you, and I'm seeing one better than the other, but it feels like one coming in April. Yeah. That may be a part-time job. Yeah, and I think it's help. the one that you're waiting on. Well, well, that's really funny because um, one lawsuit is, is there is going to be resolution either at the end of May or beginning of June. Okay, um, that's what they're saying, for, summertime. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a delay. It could be September. I, I saw yeah, more July, August. So, But there's yeah. a slight delay, but we are seeing success. Your prayer yeah. is powerful. And is there – well, if I give you um, the kind of, comp- kind of companies that I've applied for and I'm waiting here from, will you be able to see which one is going to be? If you are very quick, because I know we have a long queue, don't we, Michael, okay. people yeah. waiting? Okay. One is a glass bottle company that makes bottles for, like, the breweries. I mean, one is actually a brewery, and the other one is a oil refinery that I tested for three about three and a half weeks ago. One's a brewery, did you say? 
One is a brewery. One is a glass company. They make glass balls for like juices and and the breweries and everything, and for mm-hmm. beer. And then and then uh-huh. the other one is uh, oil refinery. I do, I think it's the first one. The the brewery. The brewery we feel better about. I know the oil one can pay you better maybe, but we're getting better feeling about the brewery. Okay. Uh, but uh, meditate about it and really insist that the highest vibration job, you know, the door open for you for the highest vibration job that you'll really enjoy going to, Vince, pays well, but you have to enjoy it too. That's really key for you. And keep meditating. You're very sensitive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Okay, well, I definitely do want to get a reading from you girls. And, and, uh, and oh, my wife I wish and we I were. We're not even you. really doing them right now, Vince, because we're preparing to open we're preparing to do our satellite radio tour and we're promoting our book and we're actually doing a lot of TV meetings for our own show. I'm so sorry. I wish we could yeah. do a reading for you, sweetie. Well, yeah, maybe I'll get them could. back on. Maybe I'll get them back on again real soon and you can uh, ask them another question. <laughs> Thanks great. for calling, Vince. Thanks, Vince. Thank right, you, Vince. Thank you. Have Bless a great you. night. Okay, you honey. Night. Bye-bye. Bye. That's one of the questions I was going to ask, too, is um, how long of a wait uh, do you have to get a private reading with the two of you? We actually had to close our wait list um, quite a while ago because we had, you know, we we are only able to do one or two readings a day, and we got so busy that we had to close it. And we're working through our existing list. We uh, have not opened it, nor will we probably open it later this year. We'll have to see how things go, but things are getting busier so um, we're pretty much focusing on, on writing the book and doing the show. Well, good. So I guess we'll definitely uh, make sure everyone asks only one question and because uh, they're That's very right. lucky okay. to have that. a couple minutes. Yes, thank you, dear. McDonald's reading. Yes. Hello, Sherry. Yes. You're on the air. Hi there. Hi. What's Hi, your question? What's your name? Ladies? Hi. I was wanting to get a um, basically a love reading from the twins. And what's um, your name? Sherry. Okay, hi, Sherry. Sherry. Hi. Uh, so you want to know what's, what's coming your, up for what's you? What's your question? What's, give us one question. So that Do you see um, marriage coming up soon and, and um, what kind of man or whatever if it's a good match? Okay. Do, Do we, we see, see marriage for you? Was that the question? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, I'm on a one to ten scale. I'm getting it seventy percent possible because you're flowing some doubt and fear about it. Okay. Uh, I think it has to do with a past hurt, a betrayal in the past. You've got to let go of that, Sherry. Uh, I know you've been working on that, but they're saying seventy percent chance if you meditate every single day and really pray to magnetize this guy that you want, let go of, of the idealistic picture, because he's going to be very human, this guy. Okay. But he's coming, and he's very uh, very kind. There's a big heart, a warmth. He's, yeah. he's, uh, it feels like he's dark hair, kind of graying, a little bit older. I'm getting, it's, the marriage is coming up, but it's more like in a couple of years. Okay. I was seeing it too so as well. Saying, be patient. Don't okay. try to, you know, push the river. And I'm getting the name Richard. I'm getting a David. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't know him yet. Right. Yeah, I know you're frustrated, sweetie. And, uh, you know, I've never married. This is Linda speaking. I've been engaged like five times. It's kind of a hobby at this point. But 
I've never actually married, and, and I'm not young. So uh, it, it's funny. I always thought I needed to be married to be happy, but I'm happier than I ever was in my life, and I'm not okay. even dating. And so let go of the idea that a man will make you happy or complete you. You're you're complete as you are. You're fabulous as you are. Enjoy your life. Get out there. Do fun, creative things. Join, Become a joiner. Join groups. Go join a biking group, a hiking group, dance group, whatever you want. But be creative and have fun, and that's how you're going to magnetize that man. Yeah, you isolate a little bit, right? Right now, only just to kind of get back centered after the horrifying mm-hmm. 2010 that I had. And so mm-hmm. I thought That's it was a best betrayal. to just kind of um, get Aww. back to me. Oh, and sorry, so... I'm sorry rough on you. So sorry well, to you, hear that. You're still attached to somebody romantically and emotionally. It so, feels like energetically you're still yeah. attached to someone. Well, maybe they're attached to me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Your cords are connected. And you can right. cut those cords. Yes, yeah. you can. And you do that. those cords. Bring the uh, the violet light of St. Germain around you and him, Sherry, and just see giant scissors cutting the etheric cords, cords that join your heart because there's etheric cords we, we hold on to and they hold on to. He's sort of vamping your energy. He still wants to tap into your energy and your light. So you've got to cut those cords. Who's Tony? I'm sorry? Who's Tony? I don't know. I saw a Tony connected with Michael. It's funny you should say that to him. Write it down. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a real special guy, and I feel like he's very spiritual in his way, too. I wish we had more time, honey. Good luck okay. to you. Thanks, ladies. Good You're luck, so there. welcome. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome, Bye. Oh, she's got such wonderful energies about her. I know. Wasn't she gentle? I like her too. Sweet. She's close. She's really close to breaking through. Yes. Hello, Michelle. You're on the air. Hi. How are you? Doing great there. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, ladies. I'm doing good. It's an honor to speak to you guys. Oh, it's an honor to speak with you. Bless you. What's your question? Um, My question is, um, do you see a proposal for me come soon, an engagement? You know, with me and my boyfriend, do you see anything coming up? Or Give me his he... name. What's his first name? You don't need to give us his last. Um, Jason. Okay, let me see. Well, the first thing I get is that he's major commitment. Scared. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. He's really afraid he's, of commitment. He is scared. Um, I feel like he's gotten close to the altar a couple of different times and always ran away from it. He's the runaway groom. <laughs> uh, do you happen to know that? No. Okay. Because I feel like he's really scared. He says all the right things. He's pretty smooth, but he's a bit of a player. Uh-huh. And he, you know, he just isn't really that committable. I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. I wish we I could say that he is the long-term guy, but I feel, Michelle, that there's somebody that wants it, what you want mm-hmm. and is more on the same page and ready for that. And somehow I'm getting that Jason and Terry's getting that Jason isn't quite ready for what you want. I see. And so do you see us breaking up or do you see us continuing it? Like, what do you uh, think? Well, I think if you don't need to get married you could probably stay together longer because it's like it it depends on what you want you know Mm -hmm. if you really want to get married he's probably not the person 
Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I see feel a, like a potential breakup maybe later this year or early next year, 2012. I'm getting mm-hmm. a six, and that could be yeah. six months because you're deciding I need to move on and find the right person. He, he's helping you, actually. He's kind of a teacher for you because he's helping you see what you don't want and become mm-hmm. clearer on what you do. And he's helping you to change old energy patterns with relationships. So break those old patterns and do battle with your negativity and your fear that, you know, that you won't get what you want. On some level, you don't think you deserve it. Yeah. Um, So really decide to become a woman with unlimited self-esteem, Michelle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And become magnetic to that guy. But it's only going to happen when you feel really good about yourself and uh, with or without a guy, you know, really confident in who you are. Because, you know, you're really wonderful, but there's a divine timing to this. I see. It's we're a dance we do. We're actually due for, like, a heart-to-heart conversation soon. And I was wondering when you felt that he would, you know, reach out for that conversation. Do you have an idea? Um, I'm not sure he's the one that's going to do the initiating. Mm-hmm. You may have to initiate the heart-to-heart and really be honest with him because I feel like you've known him long enough where you can not give him an ultimatum because that never works, but just say, you know, this is what I'm looking for. Where do you stand? Let's see if we're on the same page here because we ain't getting any younger. Uh huh. Okay. I totally understand. Okay. He's a much younger soul than you are, too. You're an older soul. Well, it, well, it's funny because he's actually, like, older than me, like, you know, over, like, 10 years older than me. And so yeah, but I, that doesn't make any difference in, talking if we're about talking about the soul level. Oh, yeah. We're talking yeah. about the, yeah, how old his soul is. I mean, you've been here hundreds of lifetimes, so is he. But he's there's infant, baby, young, mature, and old souls, and each soul level has about 200 years to it. So, you know, you, uh, you are very much uh, a mature to young sort of low-level old soul, and he's mm-hmm. more a, a young, almost baby young soul. Even though he's older than you chronologically, he is a I younger see. soul. You get see. things, you get the bigger picture than he does. I see. And it's because it's a long distance at the moment, and so it's really hard. Do, do you see him being like a good boy out there or, or cheating, or do you feel like he's faithful? I, you know, I didn't really feel like he was cheating on you. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's been loyal to you, but I think he's allergic to monogamy. <laughs> he's afraid. He's very afraid. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome, welcome honey. Good luck thank to you. Bye. Night. Good night. Uh, she's got some nice energies, too, and it's always tough when you're in love and having some issues. It's so hard. Oh, my God. It's very emotional. Yeah. Hi, Tony. You're on the air. Oh, Hi. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Tony. Sharon was talking yep. to Tony. <laughs> Just say, who's Tony? <laughs> Hello, Tony. Yes. I love it. That's me. That's me. Tony. Tony. You were, you were listening and you were going, that's me. Exactly. I'm Tony. You're <laughs> is... Were you shocked when we said your name? No. Oh, I, <laughs> I like you. She's a loyal fan. <laughs> Well, listen, first I want to say um, I actually tuned in tonight because I have been so overwhelmed with the state of the world, and my heart has just been breaking for all of these people in Japan and Libya and Bahrain, and, you know, and so 
yes. to hear what you were going to say. My heart is pounding as I'm talking about this, and you really put me um, at much at a much more centered place, and uh, oh. really have given me a lot more hope. Not you know, because I've been very concerned. So that's why I was actually listening, and I thought I'll just get in the queue in case they don't address address any of those things. Oh, but how about that? I, have, I might as well be incredibly self-serving. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, as long as it's not a full-time thing. <laughs> no, no. And ask a question about my career. But let me just okay. say thank you, for, thank you really for just uh, all, all all that you do because you know from from my perspective it makes just it makes things a lot easier and really opens people up in a, in a great way. So thank, thank you for that. Thank you. That's very thank kind. You. What a nice thing to say, Tony. That means a lot. Yeah. Well, it's true. So. Aren't you kind? Well, we try to inspire people, give them hope, and expand their vision of what's possible in their lives. I think a lot of people operate from very limiting paradigms, don't you, in their lives, and we try to open them up to new ways of, you know, coping and being in the world and giving them tools. Uh, and I think, um, you know, what's going on in the world, it's it's really crazy, but it's, in, in Buddhism, we've been practicing Buddhism for, I guess, 26 years now, and uh, they talk about something called Mapo. It's it's a time when there will be an acceleration of energies and a much, much more challenge for different uh, countries around the world. And we're seeing it, it reflected in the weather, in the economy, and in rebellion, in war. And we're, it, it, it didn't really surprise us when all these earthquakes and wars started happening and the economy of uh, tanking because we've been trained as Buddhists to see this as it's an inevitability. It has to happen in order for a new day to dawn on the planet. And in order and for us so there's yeah, you're holding a vibration here, sweetheart, on the planet. You're here for a very powerful reason. Because yeah. you are a healer. Ah, well well I, well you are healers and you help me to realize that I have that in me. So oh, I, isn't that great? Yeah, you very much uh pack a punch vibrationally. I wouldn't be surprised if you did healing, uh, actual healing on people. Um, you're, you're so sensitive. I think you're really very clairsentient and even clairvoyant at times. Your dreams are yeah. very powerful. Yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah, you could make use of that. If you're not doing it now, you could probably do that as a side thing. Well, I'm, I, I think I make use of that in a, through my art because I'm an actress. So I, I am very, I have, I've, I'm very capable of living a human experience. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, as an actress, you really, it's all about communication. Uh -huh. And I feel like your voice is very healing for people. It, you know, that's how you operate as a healer. Hmm. Yeah, it's important that you try not to take on, that you try very hard to not take on the suffering so much of other people. Because as an empath, you know, you can, it can leave you prone on the floor, believe me, especially if you watch Tune Into the News a lot. Uh, you want to keep abreast of things, but you take on that energy unconsciously, and I think you're almost like a human sponge. You end up really exhausted and drained because you're trying to neutralize and heal people. Yeah, in the in in these terrible places and the, these uh, 
these zones where people are suffering so. It's hard as a psychic not to tap into that. We have to. Uh, but we've had to learn to manage our energy and protect our energy fields. And I want you to do the same with white and gold light. Put a cocoon of light around yourself. Ask your Archangel Michael for help with protection and uh and and your angels and guides to protect yeah. you from taking it on because as an actress you're a very sensitive person do you do comedy too um you know i i do do comedy i haven't really pursued it lately but i've been thinking a lot more about it so yeah. you're going to be doing something comedic this year in a couple of months yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's coming around june may june you're going to get an opportunity uh, to exercise your comedic chops, and I think you'd be really great at improv too. And I see writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, do you write? I uh, am. Da- I'm starting to dabble in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like you're going to have a lot of success with that. Interesting. That's really interesting. Well, I just auditioned for a pretty big film with a with a pretty with a big director and. Ooh. I know that it went really well. It, oh, my gosh, I, I that's great. It, I'm sorry? That's great. And I'm wondering if you see me actually getting it. Um, Let me ask. I'm not feeling like it's going to be that particular role. I could be okay. wrong, but I, I'm not really feeling that for you. Okay. Yeah, there's something there's something else coming. It feels like that was a good cause to make. Keep doing that. Keep going on the auditions because something's coming. It may not be that particular film. There's a, a Tamara working with you in spirit. It feels like a spirit guide's name. You can talk to her, Tamara. Okay, Tamara. Yeah, she's going to be helping you and guiding you in your career. Uh, it takes a lot of perseverance, doesn't it? Ah, uh, 20 years. <laughs> yep. You sound a lot like us. It's a tough field, but, you know, you're the kind of person that has to do it. You can't not do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your form of expression, and uh, get your energy all over people. You're wonderful, Tony. Well, so are you. Thank you so much for all that you do, yeah. and thanks for What's taking the heart? time with me. Thank you Have so a much. Have That's you sweet. Thanks, Tony. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, hon. I think we have time for one more call. Hi, Tom. You're on the air. One question, please. Hey, Michael. How are you? That's not my one question. Hello, ladies. How are you doing? (laughs) We're great. Hi, Tom. Hi. How are you? (laughs) Your name is is Tom? That's correct. Okay. What would you like Um, to know today, Tom? I'm wondering what you ladies see happening in my relationship with Lori. With Lori. Okay. Let's tune in for a second. Right off the bat, I'm feeling distancing. I'm feeling you guys are kind of pulling apart right now. I'm not sure it's the forever and always. It doesn't feel like it's supposed to be that long term. Is that what you're feeling, Linda? I am kind of feeling that. Um, It feels almost like, are you kind of a rescuer, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) That could be fair to say, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you kind of pick the women with the broken wings that have some kind of trauma or abuse in their past, either mm-hmm. physical or emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. You want to help. You want to help. Um, I, I feel that you could 
resolve things with Lori. I'm not sure that it's going to be a long, long relationship with her. There could be a period in about three, four months where there's an actual separation. Okay. Yeah. There's something really dysfunctional coming up in her family with her parents or her family relationship. Uh, she has some walls up. Is that true? She's yes. protecting herself? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm feeling she's also very self-critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really feel there's, I feel like there's a better relationship coming from you. I wish, I wish that it were better news for Lori, but I feel like, it's funny, we're giving that advice a lot tonight, but I feel like you may need to uh, sort of separate for a while and then maybe come together and reassess in a couple months. Okay. When you're not so entrenched and caught up in the, the worry and the fear. Because okay. I think you're both overanalyzing and misinterpreting. You're, you know, giving mixed signals to each other. And she just, for some reason, it feels very vulnerable and doesn't feel safe. It's not that it's your fault. It's, it has to do with something from her childhood. That's what I felt. I felt like there are a lot of issues that she needs to resolve, and it has nothing to do with you. She right. loves you very much. There's a great deal of trust there, really. I think you're very different from other men she stated. To tell you the truth, I think you're actually, she almost feels you're too good for her. Does that make sense? It's possible. She doesn't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite fit in her picture. It doesn't fit in her, um, it's not familiar. Because she's used to not being treated well by men. Right. Yeah, somebody so. was violent, alcoholic, something in her past is what I'm picking up. So it's nothing you're doing wrong, sweetie. It, it's just... It's either going to work or it's not, and I think there, she needs to open up to receive love because you have a lot of love to give. There's somebody coming in that I think is more receptive and a little bit more compatible with you in the long term. I agree. I agree. Okay. So be open to that with your prayer and just be willing to, you know, if necessary, just let her fly away. Okay. So hang in there, Tom. I definitely will, Michael. Thank you so much, ladies. It was a pleasure. You're welcome, welcome. sweetheart. All the best to you. Well, thank you, prayers. God. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you all. And you, you too, sweetheart. Oh, it's been wonderful having the two of you on with us tonight. Oh, you are so nice. So much fun for us. We really enjoyed this, You Michael. attract the sweetest people, I have to say. You know, you have, yeah, very angelic listeners, I must say. Oh, thank you. I have so many. I mean, we, we have, uh, like I said, we could we can have you on for another two hours. And, <laughs> and we are, the, the queue, we still have like 30 people in queue waiting. And it's like, I'm sorry, they're only I here for an hour. I think Jacqueline and Tim and all of our fans are online. Oh, oh yeah, in our yeah. chat room we had we had over fifty people in the chat room alone. Everyone's like, "Oh, I want to get on." It's like, "Oh, they're only doing a half hour with us tonight." Oh, <laughs> I wish we so could sorry. keep going. I really do. It's Thanks been so crazy. nice. It was oh, such a pleasure. But, oh yes, and and you know I feel honored. And like I told them, I said, you know, it took me three months to get you on here for this <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, because I yeah it's. 
pretty much about three months ago. I think I started in December talking to to get you on and, and to you. I remember, I remember that. I remember that, and I felt bad making you wait. And you know, but we've probably been friends on Facebook for a couple of years, right? Oh yeah, yeah, we have been. For, you know, talking back and forth, and we really enjoy that. A lot, of, a lot of the shows too. You're on. You don't take calls either. You normally just That's talk. That's true. Not, not, uh, not all of them. But I would say maybe eighty percent of the calls we've done. I mean, the shows we've done maybe over the past twenty years have been listener call-ins. But we like to do the interview first and give people an idea of our background and you know what it's been like for us to be psychic and. Uh, develop these abilities. Well, yeah, a lot of hosts don't always want us to do readings. They're like, "We've got, I've got you all to myself." You know, <laughs> this is our hour. We <laughs> don't want to share. But, well, uh, I enjoyed sharing you with everybody, and uh, uh, they can visit your website, psychictwins.com. Yes, psychictwins.com. Exactly. Don't Michael. put a don't put a the in there because that's somebody else's like fraud site. Yeah, yeah. We have a bunch of imitators. Psychictwins.com. It's, it's psychictwins.com, and our book is Psychic Intelligence. You can get it on the Amazon or Barnes and Noble. There's a nice discount right now if you order in the next couple months. If you pre-order, it's a pre-order, discount. and it comes out in bookstores in June. So we're real excited. And please sign up for our free newsletter, everybody, Future Scope. We write out this week. Write it ourselves, and we publish it every month. So you can see our archives if you'd like to see past newsletters, too. It's on our website. Well, many blessings to both of you, and thank, thank you so you, much. Thank you, Michael. Bless thank your heart. You, Michael. It's been so much fun, and uh, we wish you so much luck this year. You're going to be traveling, too, uh, in a couple months, so get ready. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Maybe along the travels, I can meet the two of you in person. We'd love that. Please look us up. And oh, we'll I definitely will do. See you in the future. Yes, sir. Good night. Good night, Katie. Okay, everybody. I'm going to take a short little break. I'm going to find my other guest in the queue. Don't go anywhere. We still have another hour of fabulous readings for you. So if you didn't get in with the Psychic Twins, and I'm sorry, we only had them for a half hour for the readings. Uh, phenomenal energies and. Um, you know, please help us by keeping a radio show on the air. Check out my website, bethelightchapel.com. Help with any type of a donation you can, please. We have over $250 just on Blog Talk Radio expenses alone that we need some help building up. And I don't make any money off of this. My money I get off of my private readings. So um, all the money go, that we get goes to helping to build the church that we're building and to keep getting wonderful guests on the show. So let me take a short little breather, regroup myself, get ready for the next guest, and we'll be right back in just a moment.
beats the conventional psychoanalysis, although it is helpful. I think that uh, the spiritual aspect is the most important aspect because it governs everything in our human experience. So I love my clients, and I also love to perform. Um, I am a musician and drummer, and I celebrated in the equinox over the weekend, and uh, it was great. Any way I can express spirit, that's what I do. <laughs> well, good. And I'm sure your clients and everyone that uh, is part of your life just adores you. <laughs> Thank you. I get a lot of love, and I give a lot of love. So it's it's equal. I adore them just as much. Well, good. Uh, so how about if we take a couple of calls, and then we'll get to know you a little bit more. Sure. Sounds great. Okay. Hello, Linda. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, Michael. Hello. Hi, Angie. Hi, Linda. How are you? I, I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. How can we help you? Uh, well, I, I never, I've never spoken to Angie before, so uh, what would you like, Angie? My birth date or just anything or do you want to just whatever you feel? Uh, I don't know. I've never had a reading from you. Okay. Um, Your birth date is fine if that's what you want. Sure. No, I didn't know what you what you want. My I'm flexible. I work with all the Claire's, so go for it. Oh, when's your birthday? September tenth. Okay. Well, the first thing that comes up for me is that there's something new, and I there's something very very new going on with you. It's almost like you're going through a certain metamorphosis. And uh, you really need to pay close attention to your associations because you're going to be cutting some cords with uh, two individuals, two female individuals in your life. And it doesn't mean that they're going to be completely out of your life, but it does mean that there's going to be a reestablishment of boundaries, something that is very needed, very necessary, but you've learned so well how to set boundaries um, with your uh, experiences uh, within the last couple of years, that this is just the next step in your spiritual progression. Um, I really feel strongly that uh, you will have um, much abundance if you continue on this, this path that you've been on, um, and you're starting to see the fruitfulness of that. Um, I'm not seeing it yet. Uh, I understand letting the cord. Uh, I have a sister that has mm-hmm. MS, and she's actually beginning belligerent. Uh, we call it the MS card. She gets yeah. insulting, rude, hurtful, and then she starts crying, and then we all feel sorry for her because she has MS. I'm the first one in line. Uh, and what she's doing is she's lashing out her anger because of the MS, but she doesn't realize how hurtful she's hurting everybody that loves her, around her. So, yes, I had a uh, – it was hard, but, uh, yes, She's just awful right now. Um, I've had my life savings stolen from me. Uh, I don't know. I know I'm on a new path, but Uh I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I can only hope and try to stay positive. Well, absolutely. And there are two things I want to tell you about. Um, First, with your life savings and the loss, it's really important for you to understand that your wealth is not in your money. You uh, have always been a natural caregiver, 
but it's time for you to care for yourself. And it's really important that you maintain a sense of self-worth because that's a big reason why your life savings was stolen from you. This is a lesson in boundaries and hearing boundaries, boundaries, boundaries for you. Um, I also hear new house. And new house is um, a symbol for you, as in you're restructuring your body. You need to restructure your temple. You need to restructure the way you think um, because you are the one that takes the fall for those around you. And it's time for you to stop doing that uh, because it, it has stagnated you so much that you've forgotten parts of who you are. Uh, but the good news is is that I have something for you that was that was very helpful for me. Um, it's called a family matrix clearing. And you clear seven years in the past and seven years into seven generations back and seven generations forward, and it helps you to reestablish the connections in your life. And uh, what you do is you go into meditation and you call in your spirit guides and you call in those that you rely on and you call in your family members and you ask that they clear and heal um, seven generations in the past and in the future. Um, I recently had some family stuff happen and uh it was tremendous it was tremendous and now we have abundance and blessings flowing and it's just important to call forth your spirit guides to help you through that okay thank you for your time i really appreciate it angie and thank uh, you Linda. Uh, uh, blessings to you all right thank you very much thank you michael you're welcome linda have a great night So uh, you have all the clairs that you use? Yes, I do. Um, and it's really a blessing. I, I feel very blessed. But uh, I even get clear aliens and clear gustins, which is clear smelling and clear tasting. Um, and so, you know, it's oftentimes when mediumship happens, I'll smell or taste a pipe, and I'll know that it's someone's, you know, relative who was a pipe smoker or something. And it's, I'm just so grateful. It's like having, you know, arms or legs. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have my spiritual appendages. Yeah, uh, occasionally I, I'm able to um, – I haven't tasted anything yet, but I have um, smelled like cigars or flowers or, or perfume and stuff. So it's interesting mm-hmm. when that happens. It's, it's beautiful. And I love the many facets that spirit can communicate with us and share with us. Uh, and as long as we are open, our hearts are open to that, we can receive in infinite ways. What's your uh, most enjoyable way of communicating with spirit? <laughs> oh, wow. That is such a good question. I think that my most enjoyable way is through music and conversation. I love it. Music is transcendent, uh, culture, creed, ideology, but also my just pragmatic conversations. I've bypassed all the titles I call Kuan Yin Mom. You know, <laughs> I just I love the divine. Uh, now, when you communicate, also when you're doing readings and all, because you have all the clairs, which, uh, which one is the um, your most favorite that you like working with? I think I like clear audience the best. I hear the whispers, and I know uh, from the the special way that I feel uh, that I'm being communicated with, and I'll hear it in a certain ear. And uh, it's really neat. I enjoy that. 
Good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a couple more calls, and we'll ask some more questions and get to know more about you, too. Okay. Hi, Eileen. You're on the air. Hi. Um, I had a question about my um, oldest son. Um, I was concerned about his health. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I want to point out is that there's some sort of concealing. He's not sharing with you uh, everything that's going on within him. And I feel like he's got some sort of, um, there's a secret that he's been harboring inside that is progressing his illness. And it's almost like he's afraid to be himself. And I think that that really needs to be examined. Also, I think that his food intake needs to be examined as well. What he's eating, what he, how often or not that he's eating, um, because there's there's something going on with a food that is not uh, working well with his system. He would, he's very sensitive, and uh, he takes things to heart, but then he harbors and he holds. So his solar plexus, I can see that his solar plexus is. Uh, not in balance with the rest of his chakra system. So, again, it goes back to food intake and also how he views himself, which, um, you know, are the combinations for an autoimmune problem. But, again, I, I say to you, Eileen, that spirit navigates our body, and he has to be able to open up and talk and share and and uh, explain to you without judgment, not that you're putting judgment on him, but this is what he's viewing, um, who he is and, and what he's really about. Do you think he's on the spectrum? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Do you think he's on the, um, the um, spectrum, the autism spectrum? You know what? I think that... Um, when I said special, I didn't necessarily mean in an autism spectrum, but he does carry uh, a certain energy about him that the newer generation of of people being born into uh, our existence is carrying, like the indigo children and the rainbow children and, and all of these uh, kids. That I call them the new kids. Uh, they carry a higher vibration, and thereby they are more sensitive. They also uh, are more intuitive. And so the things that we are used to in our adulthood, they're not used to. And so they get labeled with these labels like ADD, ADHD, autism, and things like that. But really, he's got spiritual gifts, and he does not know what he's doing with them. Uh, and he's an open what? door. He's right. an open doorway, and he's a beacon. And it's it's frightening him. Uh huh. So, do you think it's wheat or dairy? Wheat, definitely, wheat and dairy are uh, two clogging agents, especially with the new generation. I think that if he were to switch to rice-based rice flour and and whole grains that do not contain gluten, it would be much much better for him and uh, switch to non-dairy intake. But he needs a very high protein intake um, because that will help him to be able to sleep. He needs a lot of protein to keep him grounded. And uh, if he has that protein to keep him grounded, then he'll be able to function better throughout the day and sleep through the night. 
because he seems to have this like energy where he jumps around a lot, and I don't know where that energy is coming from. It's him being totally ungrounded because he has all these different high vibrational beings around him. He's a communicator. He's a beacon, and he just needs to be grounded. He needs lots of protein, low grains, uh, you know, low carb, no dairy, no. <laughs> I'm hearing very clearly no dairy. <laughs> so, uh-huh. but he's going to be fine. You know, um, I'm I him in love, but my guides are telling me to tell you, don't cover, don't worry. He will be fine. He is bred for success. I'm sorry? He's bred for success. Uh, And it's the way we measure success is, you know, individual and different. But he is going to make make sure he's going to be happy and he's going to be healthy. Right. He's going to live a a very. And he will be. He will be. But he needs your support. But he needs to be able to be independent to do what he needs to do to learn lessons. This is a learning process for him. But it's hard to see him struggle. It is. It is. But you need to keep him, you need to keep a boundary with that and allow him to fall and then be there to, you know, comfort him, give him the unconditional love that you give him so well and just uh, help him along. The best help that you can give him is to listen when he wants to talk and not push him because he won't he'll he'll clam up if you keep pushing him and also music uh i'm hearing that he would be really excellent with music and uh performance and what about uh brandon my second child is he harboring (laughs) anger i'm sorry is he harboring anger over any of this I, you know, I think that there is a measure of jealousy, but I see him hiding behind humor a lot, especially in the coming years. But his way of coping with all of this unrest is through humor. But i got to tell you, um, there's something in your house that needs to be cleared. It's near a cabinet or something. There's, a, there's like a cabinet and then there's a hallway. And you need to clear out that there's like, I don't know how to explain it, but there's like a little catty corner area where it's just really, really dark. It might be near the boys' rooms. But I see a cabinet and then I see a hallway and a really dark corner. Is it the laundry room or is it a closet? When you said laundry room, that triggered a yes for me. Um, and it's uh, a lot of times because water is an, a conductor of energy and electricity that there will be entities there, but there is definitely something near that water source in your laundry room that needs to be cleared out. And all you need to do to clear it is go in there and you know call forth your higher power and ask Archangel Michael to uh, replace the portal with a portal of light and to bring forth clearing and healing, and anything that is not of the light does not belong there. Okay. And what about my health? I mean, 
Well, uh, once you stop worrying, your health will get much better. Um, I really feel like you uh, are at this alone. You you go it alone, um, and you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. I also, you know, I pick up on the limb pain, like there's some limb pain going on with you. Um, you need to begin to move your body again, fully hydrate yourself, and give yourself love and affirmation. Uh, those are your four major directions that you need to take. When you wake in the morning, start with a positive thought and then take that positive thought down through your body and then step out of your bed and step into your day. And when you look in the mirror for the first time, tell yourself that you love yourself and you'll see a marked difference. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Eileen. I Have a great it. night. Thank you, too. So you have a wonderful and very informative website. <laughs> Thanks. It's uh, awakenedlighthealing.com? Yes, and we're also on Facebook and Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. It's, we're everywhere. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Awakened Light. Awakened Light Healing and Intuitive Council is about helping people find their compass. Oftentimes, you know, in the world right now especially, we uh, succumb to the hustle and bustle of life, and we forget to be quiet, to be still, to be open, and to seek love from within. And within us is the spirit of God, the essence of our divine creation. And that's what Awakened Light is all about. We all are Awakened Light. And it's important for us to cultivate that light and nourish that light. And so with my services, I help people to do that. Uh, another fun aspect of what I do is I get to advise people that are in public and media and uh, different celebrities and high-profile companies, which is really, really, really fun. Because you get to see people in their growth uh, and, you know, their rebounding from uh, arduosity in the public. And it's spiritual advisors like myself and others that are out there helping these people come to their own fullness and help them to receive love more so from the people that admire them and create good examples, too. So I like that part. Well, good. Very interesting website, to say the least. Thank you. Thanks. Very informative and uh, very helpful, too. Thank you. Thank you. And you are an ordained minister? Yes, and I will have my doctorate by the end of the year in divinity, which was just a, a goal that I really uh, wanted for myself. I really find that education is, for me, a great way of communicating that I love God. And uh, I love to study. I'm an internal student. And so uh, part of that is to know everything that I can to be able to impart, you know, knowledge, practical knowledge, and also spiritual wisdom. The more we expand our minds, the more information we can receive as a channel. And uh, that's what I love about being a minister. Well, good. Well, I've... Um blessed to have you here with us tonight too and, and helping out as many callers as we can. Thank you. I'm enjoying yep. it. Really fun so far. Well, good. Oh, it's going to continue being fun for the rest of the show too, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Hi, Anne. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just have a really uh, simple question. Um, I'd like to know what you see coming up for me in the next few months, if you have anything. Hi, Anne. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hi. How are you? You doing good tonight? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm very, very well. Thank you. Uh, Yes. Finally, you're coming out of that dark period. Um, You are coming into a financial windfall for sure uh, in the form of some sort of um, work-related either promotion or um, change. I see a change in job, which is leading to an increase. Um, I also see, you know, your overall health is improving, and uh, I see a lot of uh, just abundance coming in. Uh, It'll start coming in around June. June is a, a big month for you. Um, and it's going to shift everything forward. We're all coming into a sense of abundance, and I have to say this, um, as we've gone through the hardships of this past winter. And when the earthquake happened in Japan, it was a balancing for us in the West to uh, begin to examine our compassion. And... From that, we've examined our compassion, and so we are getting the reciprocation of abundance and blessings coming into our lives Mm -hmm. from the giving that we've been giving out. It's all part of the grid. And so for you, this is going to come in in financial abundance and better health, uh, which is exactly what you need. Oh, great. Yes, I do need that. <laughs> I bet you're happy to hear that, right? Absolutely. I'm Yay! happy to hear that. Yay. Isn't that and awesome? It is You've awesome. been working so hard, and you know this. You've been working towards your goals so much that yes. there's only one way you can go. Yes. <laughs> I've hit the bottom, so I can only go up. Well, I'm glad you said it. You've been yeah. working hard, and bottom just means a lot of effort. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So don't look at it, look at it as, oh my gosh, I'm just scraping by. Look at it as I'm being faithful, I'm working, I'm moving forward in my goals. This is what I'm I'm doing and this is what I can manifest. Because and you are a master manifester. And I'm not sure if you know this, but you have the ability to speak what comes to you. Yes, I do. Yes. So you remember that and love that and cultivate that and let it grow, let it let it just ferment, <laughs> and you will see so much coming in. And, you know, I have to tell you that I see also a deepened relationship around you, oh, um, and it's only going to get better, only going to get better, and you're going to oh. celebrate with a vacation as well. So we are going to uh, make things better in the relationship. I mean, yes, yes, you are. Part of a big part of your uh, relationship woes have been because of circumstances. But when the circumstances are alleviated, uh, you'll see that the root of it is good. And this is with the gentleman that I'm talking with now, right? Yes. Yes. Not. No. <laughs> 
There's an M that comes up, and that's a no. An M. M. Uh, no, he's he's A. Yes, A R. Person that you're with now is the one you're supposed to be with. Okay. Well, we're not really together, but we're we are talking. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping for a reconciliation and you know for things to get better. I think that I've just given you a spoiler. Because well, it's going to get better, and it, you're, you're going to reconcile. Good. That's great. That is wonderful. Well, that made my day, or my evening. Glad to hear it. Yes, you certainly did. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Anne. Much oh, do love you know to you. When this is going to happen? Um, I Like I said earlier, I hear June being a big month for you, a big okay. shift forward. Perfect. Perfect, perfect in every way, right? Yep, and perfect is what you make it. And oh. remember that you're a master manifester. Make that your mantra. Okay. That's a lot of M's. The okay. M, that's where the yeah. M comes from. Man. That's where the uh, M Manifester. And that's my, my my initial for my last name, too, so. <laughs> Spirit never lies. Yeah. I will tell you that. Spirit oh, never you. lies. I no. love God. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, thank you so much. That was so so nice. Have a nice night. Thank you. Both of you have a wonderful evening, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Such wonderful energies. And and God, whichever name we decide to call God is so wonderful. Yes. So wonderful. I really liked Anne's energy. Yes. She is awesome, huh? Oh, yeah. Love you, Anne. Sophia, you're on the air. Oh, thank you. Thank okay. you for uh, for holding. Thank you very much. Great show tonight. And um, what I liked about the twins was that, uh, in spite of all the, you know, terrible events that seem to be going on, um, they they presented the truth and they took all that uh, fear mongering that's been going mm-hmm. around out of it. So that was really get great because that's exactly what I was sensing that there was a lot of additional fear-mongering thrown in with the events. Oh, you couldn't be more right, Sophia. That's part of the off-putting goal that they have. because, And you'll see this, too. There's a definitive line drawn in the proverbial sand that shows people that are, are choosing to live in a place of scarcity and people that are choosing to live in a place of abundance and peace. And the fear-mongering and the war-mongering, they're just, stirring it up, they're trying to stir the pot so that we lose sight of our goal for consciousness for the coming age that is actually already here. It's just that we have to mature into it. That's beautifully said. Wow. I love it. So true. So true. And that's what I was just like, try to stay in your center. I mean, yes, I would want to be prepared, you know, not, you know, I'm not going to put on blinders and say, you know, these awful events aren't happening. But at the same time, you really want to be able to see through that and and know you know what you need to do what you if you'll be taken care of where you need to go next instead of hyperventilating and going into hysteria so that's uh, right you, can't, you know that's- in a in a crisis you can't think clearly if you know you go into hysteria you know you have to kind of keep a level head and and know what needs to get done so uh yes, so i never think i could work in emergency in a hospital don't get me wrong <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm not you, sure that I could cut that. That's an admirable job. But there is a principle yes. in uh, 
yoga, and I'm, I'm a yoga instructor as well, called Abhaya. And Abhaya means fearlessness. And in our fearlessness, we can look in the face of crisis. We can look in the face of death. We can look in the face of, you know, the poor and the needy and say, I see you, I love you, I can do this for you because I'm without fear. How do we become fearless and without fear is by understanding and knowing that we are A, all one, and B, we come from the same source and that we are source in action. And it doesn't matter what, you know, visage we take, it doesn't matter what image we portray, we are always source in action. And so this has been a blessing if we choose to look at it that way to and a, a time of gratitude because we're grateful for the opportunity to be able to love and express and we're grateful to those that have chosen in their life contracts to be the ones that have sacrificed their lives in these places of crisis and danger but it's also important for us to allow that to teach us principles and virtues that we would not learn in any other way. It's about balance. Yes, very true. And so, I, not to say that it doesn't get hard when it's very, very close to home, you know, a personal situation, which leads to my question because uh, I applied for a medical grant um, for um, a treatment called hyperbarics, and um, I just wanted to see if you could get a feel for when that will come through. Yes, and you've you've gone through it with this. You've gone through it. Because at first they tried to tell you that it wasn't an actual necessity. And now uh, they're trying to drag their feet, and it's going to be a, a little while yet. Um, but by by next year, you should have everything settled. But there's a lot of red tape, and they're very tight-fisted with, their money right now, but you're definitely going to receive it. It's just going to be a little bit longer. Okay. I talked to the woman today, and they're doing their mailers, and they're doing uh, it's a you know they set up a foundation, and they're doing their mailers, and um, they came to this area about a year ago, and they're the best. They're the one mm-hmm. of the best places to go. So I just. Um, uh, at first, I wasn't, you know, sure about it, but now I'm definitely decided that this is for me. And I, I just would, you know, I guess my question is, do you see it like happening in the summer? Because I go to school, and so I would have to take time off from school if, you know, if it didn't happen by the summer. I don't feel it happening by the summer, um, no, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Um, I see it in the fall, actually, coming in the fall. Okay. So, uh, okay, that that's basically my question. I, I, I mean, I'm, how do you see this working for me? It will take a lot of effort and a lot of patience on your part, but it will turn out, that you will discover an even deeper way of healing and being healed uh, through this. And this is your calling. This is your absolute true calling. And uh, what you're going to also do is influence and, and teach people around you 
a better way to live. Um, but it takes a lot of effort to do that. And so I think that patience on your part is a big lesson that you've had to learn over a long period of time. It's a theme in your life, and this is going to try your patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's other things I want to do. So, um, you know, I I just see other things. I go to school, and I loved what you said about learning because that's how I feel. I love learning. And I have some other ideas to do, um, uh, w- connecting with other people in the food media. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, this thing needs to happen. So I think I probably need to go into meditation and see if I could just move this up. Because if not, it's kind of like my life is on hold too much for me. Right. (laughs) And you do not You know, it's just like I can't be on hold this much. No, no. And, you know, I think it's important to be more global. You categorize a lot, and this is just my observation. This is not psychic insight, but this is just something practical from a spirit coach kind of way integrate more and then it will pass more quickly the time will pass more quickly and you'll receive okay could could you give an example of what that means it might help other people too absolutely well in your categorization you're saying i want to do this 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 and this right right you have it all lined up in a little row you must have virgo in your moon or something um (laughs) (laughs) but uh You've got everything all lined up on your color-coded list, but you have them you have everything compartmentalized. What you need to do is begin to blend everything together because that's where the richness comes in. And blend your different modalities, blend your different aspects of you because what you are doing in your vocation is an aspect of who you are. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it becomes original. That's when it becomes something that will change the world around you. Okay. All right. I'll listen to this again and see if it, that kind of sinks in. And Because okay. uh, I, I do many different things, and so, yeah, so how did how are they all going to blend? I'm not really sure at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, you know, I figured as I go along it will become clearer, clearer yeah. as, I, 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 as I move forward. I'm sorry, but as you spend time in meditation, it'll become more and more clear. Okay. Thank you so much, Angie. I love talking with you. I love talking with you, too. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Have you a wonderful too. night. You, too, Michael. Ciao. Bye-bye. Oh, I just love her energy, too. That's so many wonderful energy tonight. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of wonderful energy, um, I don't know if this is going to be a question you're asking, but I just feel the need to say my heroes in intuitive healing and psychic readings and things, well, my number one hero is John Edward. I love him. He is practical. He is clear. He's concise. He is artistic. He's got integrity. And, uh, you know, that's that's sort of what, I view as the stalwart of our our media and arena. Yeah, he is uh, wonderful, and um, I'm sure you've heard my show intro before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a real quick little story about that. There was another host on Blog Talk Radio who said he had John Edward, and but he couldn't call into the show, but was in our chat room doing free readings for like six hours. 
Wow. And it was being rude and everything else. And I called in, and he said, oh, you want a reading too? And, you know, because sometimes I call other shows. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is not the real John Edward. It can't be. So myself and quite a few other people wrote to him and asked if he was on the show. And everyone else was getting emails from his staff saying, nope, it wasn't him. I'm like, well, where's my proof? You know, because I exposed a guy on radio. I said, you know, I said, he he didn't have him on here the whole bit. And so that's when John Edward called into the show, um, like two nights later, and that's where you know, we got the show intro where he called in and, and uh, he wanted to thank me for exposing um, an impersonator. Wow, that's awesome. Integrity goes a long way. Yes, and that's why you know I did that. I was like, no, he's you know going over there and trying to say that he had him in there and he was being rude, and everyone's like, John Edward is not rude. I said, no. Nah. I said Mm-mm. that's when I knew. And, you know, I said, well, you know, everyone else is able to call into the show. Why wasn't he? I said, it's because he didn't have him on there. Yep. And, you know, like attracts like. And uh, I just really appreciate that because you, you know, you carry that same sort of rooted, grounded, integral energy. And I love that. Well, thank you. And that's why, you know, people are like, oh, you had him calling in? It's like, well, here's the little story. And we actually got to speak for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, and he's just wonderful energies about him. That's wonderful. Yeah, he does. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and help out some more people here, and we'll know a little bit more about you, too. Okay, sounds good. Hi, Maria. You're on the air. Uh, hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Um, Actually, I, I normally have a specific question, but it was so... Uh, impressed with the general reading that she gave us this caller before that I just wanted to know if um if you could tell me what's coming up in the next uh three months because this has been the hardest six months of my life. It's been the hardest six months of your life because you have to embrace your shadow. You uh carry a lot of um and I say this in love, but there's shame where there needs not be shame. And I want to tell you, and you'll know what I mean when I say this, because, you know, I would rather have this conversation in private. It wasn't your fault. It was not your fault. And it's just important for you to get it and to absorb it and embrace your shadow. Because we all have our own inner demons, but we can use them for good. Uh, We can use them to motivate us to... Uh, become deeper, more consciously living people. And that's, you know, the last six months of your life have been really, really rocky. But, you know, what you have to face coming forward is a choice. You are having to make choices in different phases of your life. What you're going to do with your life, number one. Who you're going to keep in your life, number two. And how are you going to move forward and move away from toxic people? You attract toxic people right now. And it's just, you know, a matter of healing. And do you love yourself enough to let yourself heal? And I love you as one spirit to another. Don't ever forget that you're loved. Um, But it's really, really important that you... Embrace your shadow self. And um, I want to tell you something. I was 
drawing, you know, a sketching as I was talking to Reverend Michael, which is what I do when I give readings. And I sketched this hand mirror. Um, it's it's almost more like a looking glass now that I look at it. And uh, it's standing upright, like on its end, and there's a shadow. And it's about, again, balance. You've heard me say balance through this whole thing. It's about finding that middle ground with yourself and accepting yourself. I don't understand how to move forward. Um, I know that you just have to start, but I'd like a sort of a, a map or a guide, and I don't have one. Okay. I can definitely help you with that. So... First, you have to understand where the self-judgment is coming from. And I want you to be really clear in knowing this. Uh, We have the innate ability to heal ourselves, love ourselves, because we are God in action, right? So God loves us, and there are no words of hatred spoken from our Creator, Those are coming from, you know, splinters of those of lower energies that are influencing us. So you have to first figure out where these words are coming from because your first instinct is to love yourself. Two, once you figure that out, you have to then reshape your own personal reality just by doing self-work, healing, talking, journaling, writing, um, writing, you know, self-expression in your most comfortable form, therapy, whatever it may be. Then you start to rebuild on a firm foundation, being grounded in yourself and through yourself, not with outside influences and not, you know, being swayed by what other people are saying and doing. And that's the start of moving forward, taking what you have, picking it up, and going forward and leaving behind what doesn't belong to you because you absorb what doesn't belong to you. Half of the reason why, you know, you beat yourself up is because you think that you are to blame for things that are not your own. And you know what? You are too precious to be somebody's whipping boy. You're just too precious for that. Do you think things will get better financially? Yes, it will get better financially, but it depends on you. It depends on your making the right choice and trusting yourself to make the right decision. You have decisions coming, big ones. Big ones as in? In all areas of your life, everything, everything's forked, open. You've got relationship decisions, you've got work decisions you've got, education decisions you've got, spiritual decisions, all you've got all kinds of decisions waiting for you. And in the next three months, like you said, you will come to one major decision that will affect the whole whole thing. I know you can't stay with me on the, on the phone. Is, what area of my life is that decision on? Work. Okay. Are you are you are you holding back on air or? <laughs> well, I am in that your history has a lot to do with why you don't have what you need. Mm-hmm. You know what so I'm saying? Have, 
the work opportunities are going to come. It's whether I'm going to have the self-confidence to take them. There you go. That's right. So you have a lot to work through to get to that point. Do you have a website? I'm not sure if I caught that earlier in the broadcast. I do. It's www.awakened, A-W-A-K-E-N-E-D, light, L-I-G-H-T, healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was a, it was wonderful to have a reading from you, and it's been a really wonderful to listen to the show as well. Thank, Thank you. you. If, if you're in the well, chat room, I'll post the link in there so you can go ahead and just click on the link and go right to our uh, website. Okay. Thank you. I definitely will. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day, both of you. You too. Thank you. So, do you have a church that you um, that you uh, minister from, or? No, I am one of those ministers. <laughs> when you know it's bad when it starts out like that. I'm one of those ministers that believes that the body is the church, and our bodies are our church. Um, but I do, I what I do instead is I give lectures at different uh, venues and things, and it is just as effective because, you know, we are part of the collective, and the collective is beyond the building. So, but, you know, in Knoxville, where I reside, there are so many awesome groups that get together and and celebrate and worship and devote time and meditation and, you know, things like that, like the Positive Living Center of Knoxville is wonderful here. Um, And then we have the Unity Church here. We have the uh, Tarian Universalist Church. And so we have so many different places that we can go as a collective. But uh, for me, leading is being amongst everyone. And, and just enjoying the space. And I'm sure you help out a lot of people everywhere you go. I like to. <laughs> well, I definitely know you're helping out a lot of a lot of people here tonight, and I appreciate that. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. You've got such tender lamb energy. I love it. Hello, Heine. You're on air. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome, dear. How can we help you? Um, yeah, um, um, just like everybody, like, I want to know, like, what's, what's coming, like, what's on the horizon or something. Oh, you're so sweet. What's your name? Heine. Heine. Oh, mucho gusto. Um, I see deep, deep, deep love on your horizon. I just... My heart chakra is expanding as I'm speaking to you about it. Um, and I, you know, it's really, it's a beautiful thing. Um, my guys are telling me now, as I'm like delaying, um, that you are really, really strong in your spirituality. Really strong. And it's time for you to share that with someone in a deeper way. Open up and give. And when you give, you receive. So it's about coming out of your shell. It's about coming out of your house. It's about going and being amongst people. Just like what I was just talking about uh, just a minute ago, being amongst people. Um, But even more importantly, there's a deep connection. You're going to have a soul bond 
with someone coming into your life very, very soon that is going to shake things up a lot. And so it's all love for you. Um, And your intention is always that of the other person. You're always conscientious. And, you know, you've done so much putting that out there that it's just coming back, coming back, coming back. Um, So look forward to that. But also be on your guard because you don't want to um, kind of slip away from yourself. You tend to lose yourself when it comes to relationships. And this has been the downfall and the pitfall of your previous relationships. Even in your friendships and your, you know, co-creating relationships with strong people, um, the women in your family all have the gift. And so use that to remember your roots so that you stay rooted. Um it's a really beautiful thing, though. You're you're cultivating love, and it's just coming up all around you. Oh, thank you. Um, you're right about that. I usually like lose myself when I'm in a relationship, and then so when a relationship falls apart, I like start from scratch and you know like find myself again or something. Yeah, you you know you don't need to do that. Um, because you have so much knowledge. Just don't forget it, you know, because you're in the throes of bliss. <laughs> you know, because the the other side of that is, in, in all seriousness, I have to say that you have been like the root, like the root of blame, as in, you know, you're in a relationship with someone and it's not working out, but it's not. They don't say it's not you, it's me. They say it's not me, it's you. So that's why when it falls apart, you're like, what did I do? How how could I have done this? Well, I need to fix something within myself. No more. No more. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Um, do you see anything like for my finances, though? Well, I think that you need to manage your money a little bit better. Uh, and... Because you're, I see, and I'll just tell you exactly what I see. I see pennies slipping through a black hole. And so you're spending money on things that you really don't need. And if you prioritize and you really uh, be mindful and see your money as a member of your family uh, and that you have love and respect for, that you want to help also to grow, then your money will grow. But you have to be more responsible. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have yourself a wonderful evening, dear. You too. Oh, this time went by so quickly. It's over? <laughs> yes. Oh, my we, goodness. <laughs> you no, know, it goes by so fast sometimes. Yes, it does. Wow. Def- I am so amped. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Uh, if I would have known that it would have gone by so quickly and if you could have stayed longer, I could have extended more. But we're just about out of time and they won't let me extend now. Oh, that's okay. I'll just well, come back another time. Yes, we'll definitely have to talk and get you back on here again. And one more time, what's your website? It's com. You can also find me on Facebook and Twitter 
And I will be launching a book this uh, September called Actively Seeking, Consciously Discovering. And so it is. Well, good. Well, thank you very much for uh, blessing us with your presence tonight. And we will definitely be talking to you soon on getting you back on here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Reverend Michael. Much love to you. Much love to you, too. Bye. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to a fabulous, fabulous show tonight. All Both shows have been fabulous. And please, help out in any way you can. Go to uh, my website, BeTheLightChapel.com. Mark me as a favorite. Add me as a friend. And until to, till Thursday night, everyone, know that you are loved because God loves you and so do I. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.